I still get shivers when I think about it. Is 100 freestyle, CAS, year 12, behind the blocks and standing there and the whole like Knox crowd is cheering and saying my name like and it's just like I'm getting shivers now again thinking about it looking up there and yeah that's that's definitely something I'll never forget um you know it's just something else crazy Welcome to Swim.Rocks, the podcast that shares ideas, information and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. And this week we're talking about racing suits with Alex Perry. Alex is an ideal person to speak to because he's been fitting racing suits for over five years. In fact, currently he's the National Sales Manager for Arena Australia. He has a degree in commerce with a major in marketing, but most importantly, he's also a swimmer. And as Alex explained, he was born a water baby. My earliest memory of being in the water and knowing that I loved water was we're at my grandparents' place when I was a kid, really tiny, probably like three or four or something. And it was the middle of winter and I'm in the pool and like I'd been in the water for about three hours or something stupid and mum came up to me and said, your lips are blue, get out of the water. And my chin starts chattering, just shaking my head saying, no, I'm not cold, like, and just staying in the water and mum just shaking her head at me and saying, what are you doing? Like, you know, you're crazy. And yeah, ever since then, you know, I've been a water baby and started off at West Pimble Pool Karingai doing lessons there with Larissa and Oleg and um, yeah uh, just kind of went from there and swam ever since really it's, couldn't imagine not swimming now so yeah it's really a big part of my life. Um, and what sort of stuff have you done during during that time? Um, you know pretty much sort of everything competitively all the way up to National Open and trials and stuff like that and sort of competed at every stage all the way through school swimming um you know yeah pretty much more or less everything that there is to do um except breaststroke <laughs> hate the thing so, so what is your stroke what is your event? uh freestyle 100 and 200 free my favorite yeah, little little bit of fly but i mean that's a bit of fun and just break it up a little bit so yeah so you're chase, chasing Cameron McAvoy, are you? No, well, I used to be. Not anymore. <laughs> it's too quick now. It's too quick. But, um, yeah, no, I love love a good 200 free. Um, good VO2 and shows the men from the boys, I think. Uh, you can get away with being unfit in the 100 and just pure strength, but 200, got to put the work in. So, yeah. Now, it's an easy question to ask, but I'm curious about how swimming has impacted your life. Mm. Because, I mean, I've got kids who, you know, similar to what you've been doing, continues to get up ridiculously early in the morning yep. and then go and train for a couple of hours before spending all day at school. Before, yeah, trying to learn. Yeah, trying to learn and then train again in the evening and yep. come home and sort of feed, feed the boiler and it's sort of rinse and repeat the following day. Yeah. And I do wonder what effect positive and negative that has on your life what's, um, what's, what's your perspective on I, that? I think that I like I mentioned before obviously I couldn't imagine my life without swimming and it's just purely because it's taught me a lot of lessons and really made me learn a lot about myself um, it's really I found it's been really good for my discipline um, and commitment uh, and there's one session that I'll never forget 
that I was doing at Macquarie Uni and it pretty much broke me and it was something stupid, like a ridiculous amount of 400s on short rest. And I remember um, just getting out afterwards and sitting away from the rest of the squad and just staring into the abyss thinking, like, what did I just do? And, like, like from that moment on, I'd kind of realised that I did have a breaking point and then I could push past it with with swimming and in terms of training and even in life and applying you know sort of lessons that you learn like that outside the pool um you know can be very beneficial and it's it's the same I think for all sports like everyone can take something from sport into their life it's just that figuring out what it is and in what capacity it can be applied so you know I think I've learned a lot from swimming and it's really contributed to me as a person I guess so yeah um, in terms of in terms of negatives, I mean, obviously the lack of sleep if you're staying up late. But I mean, a lot of swimmers are asleep by you know nine, ten anyway because they got to get up so early. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't. Uh, the other negative is possibly social life. But if you want to have a social life, you'll find a way to have one. So you know you can balance everything. You just got to make the time for it and not make excuses. So yeah, I don't really think there's too many negatives if you want to be there and you want to do it so yeah a lot of people drop out of swimming when mm. they're sort of 12 13 14 15 16 mm. what is it that you think kept you in it well i mean when i was going through those ages like i was playing soccer and cricket at a fairly high standard as well so i was kind of jack of all trades in terms of sports um and then so I didn't really burn out because I was only training sort of five, six times a week max. Only five or six times Yeah, well, compared max. to everyone else who's doing, you know, eight, nine. Um, and then after school, like, I just wanted to commit a bit more and become more of a mature athlete. And that was when I started to see a lot more results with my swimming. So I think it's just having a good balance and getting sort of enough work done when you're a kid that you can sort of keep going afterwards and not burning out and doing too much um and then i think as well like after school it's a combination of having the will to keep going and having an opportunity to keep going because a lot of kids don't have the opportunity to be an open age mature age swimmer um just purely because there's no squads in their area or no opportunity to swim with people other than you know younger age groupers and they don't feel like they can be challenged anymore so um yeah, I think it's a combination of things. Um, just, But if, if you want to stay in the sport, ultimately you will. You'll find a way to make it work. And yeah, I think it just comes down to motivation and what you want to get out of it. So, Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. What I'd like to do is mm. to uh, tap into some of your experience with racing suits. Yeah. Because our listener probably has um, a swimmer or two at home, uh, quite a young swimmer, and is probably at that sort of stage where they've learnt that specialist swimming suits is one of those things that one needs to get into mm. and I remember when I was at that stage and my wife said to me uh, oh, by the way we're going to invest in a swimsuit yeah with the uh, the emphasis on the word invest yeah my <laughs> eyes rolled when I heard it, heard how much they they are and yep. um, especially when they don't I understand they don't last as long as as, as more normal sort of go down the beach yeah, swimsuits. Garments, yeah. For a sort of newbie out there, can you explain a bit about why you would ever invest in in a racing suit? Yeah. Okay. So um, first of all, the newbie, uh, the, the, for the for the newbie, sorry, I would suggest not looking anywhere sort of near the top end of the market at all because it's not necessary. 
at all. I mean, unless you want to look like your hero, you know, wearing exactly the same thing, that's possibly the only reason why you would get it. But in terms of performance, you're not going to get what the suit's designed for. Um, it's designed, like the top level ones are designed for to more mature athletes with much more muscle development. Um, so they're designed to fit really tight. Whereas for, you know, the entry level suits, they're much softer compression, much easier to get on, which is a big thing when you're first getting into a race suit is, you know, a lot of kids find them hard to get on. Um, so just trying to get a suit that fits well, is comfortable. Um, and yeah, ultimately the kid feels fast in it because yes, there's a science behind racing suits and they do, you know, technically give you shades of a second off your time and there's been studies and all this kind of stuff that prove it but if you feel fast in a suit it's going to make a hell of a lot of difference so um yeah it's a lot it's a lot of mental behind it as well so oh, i see so yeah. a lot of it is the sort of mental impression it gives yeah exactly and in terms of you know now nowadays with the suits there's a lot of color out there too and, and color and feel for the suit is a big thing because when you're standing behind the blocks you want to feel like a superstar and if you feel like you look like a superstar then you're going to swim to your full potential like for me i always had a bright orange suit for finals and you know whenever i'd put that on i know it's it's fast time um and yeah like it's it's just about the look as well now um because you do feel faster um so yeah there's, there's a whole bunch of things i mean i can just recap quickly um, just in a few dot points is you got the feel of the suit um, you got the look which isn't obviously as important but it is you know to kids especially a big part of it um, and then you've got the scientific side of things so it's, it's kind of finding a happy medium between the three um, and you don't have to go out and take out a bank loan for your first race suit there's yeah entry level ones that are going to do the job for what you need so now you talk about entry level. If somebody's going shopping for their first mm. suit, yeah. uh, can you give a bit of advice about where to go, what to look out for, what sort of different options there may be? Yep. So basically, I mean, if if most of the listeners are assume in Sydney, or you got everyone around the country, around well, the world, we've got people all everywhere, everywhere. at the moment. Okay, but, uh, certainly a lot in Sydney. Yeah. So I mean, if you're in if you're in Sydney, you've got Aquashop, you've got uh, Olympic Park at Homebush, you've got Try to Swim if you're out west in Penrith, uh, if you're down in Mullagong, you've got Inertia, um, and then, you know, up in Queensland, you've got Swimwear HQ, which is on the Gold Coast, you've got Swimwear Shack, and then Aquashop again um, in Brisbane, Area 13 up on the Sunshine Coast, so, you know, if you're over in Perth, uh, Swimmers World, SA Aquatic in South Australia, um, so really all over the place you can go to get them um so go to a specialist store. yeah I, for a first race suit you should really be going to a specialist store and getting fitted um because these sort of things you don't want to buy online because it's very easy to buy the wrong size and it's just going to create a big hassle so if you can get fitted um 100 recommend it so um in terms of what to look out for i'd be looking out for the lower end of the price bracket i wouldn't be looking at like i mentioned before anything too high um so you'd be looking for a stitched suit um with relatively low compression really easy to get on or you'd be looking for a really light bonded suit um which you know in terms of a price point for a female would be 300 to 350 or male 
200 to 250 and then I wouldn't be going anything higher than that and then again that depends on age and muscle development and where they're at with their swimming at the same time as well so yeah and in terms of getting fitted um these specialist shops presumably have specialists that know what they're talking about yep. do they so everyone's yeah um every all the stores you know have the capability to fit suits um some have been doing it longer than others that's just how the market is some are relatively new players but in terms of i can speak for my brand and what i do with my customers who buy from us um is that i will give them the tools to be able to fit suits and make sure that they can do it properly so that the customers get the right product um, from our brand if they do end up going down that road. So, yeah. Now, there's various conversations about having an accredited suit. Mm. Uh, what, what does that mean? And do people need to worry about that when they're uh, shopping? Yeah, well, most suits, well, actually 99% of suits that you'll be able to find on the market in Australia, especially at a store, will be you know 100% FINA approved, uh, which basically means that the suit has been ratified by FINA uh, for competition use at all levels for the calendar year. Um, and that is basically a little, almost like barcode or QR code on the back of the suit. Um, and it'll have a little number on the back, which is the number that registers the suit for you know performance racing. Um, in terms of like a basic level though, if you're not racing anything past sort of your metro, um, northwest or something like that, your district meets doesn't really need to be approved it's when you start getting to the state sanctioned ones with um you know assuming new south wales getting involved with the technical officials and all that kind of stuff where they'll start to be looking out for it a little bit more but um yeah i mean it's not it's it's you can't really go wrong with that because all the stores in australia have to basically stock it it'd be if you bought something from overseas that wasn't approved then you might get in a bit of trouble but um so moving on yeah. to race day then, mm. um, what I observe my kids going through is they have to decide when to put their suit on yep. or half put it on. Yep. And they sometimes warm up in their casual cosy and then mm-hmm. get changed into their uh, race suit. Can, can you just explain what you would recommend or perhaps it varies from swimmer to swimmer, different ways of going about yeah, it? Yeah, it does vary from swimmer to swimmer. Like some swimmers will like to warm up in their race suit it's just a mental thing that's what they feel comfortable with um me personally i recommend that they don't do that um because one for the life of the suit it's not the best thing as they are especially more towards the top level geared towards being swum in a few times before they expand and stretch and time being exposed to chlorine all this kind of thing all adds up and that goes towards the deterioration of the suit so, I mean, it'd be recommended that you put the suit on after you warm up. Generally, I'd say you'd marshal, go put the suit on and then come back down um, and then, you know, get ready to race and do your thing. Um, understand that it's not possible for a lot of the people out there to take suits off and put them back on in between races. So, you know, just making sure that you're getting dry and having a cold shower after you swim down and stuff just to rinse the chlorine off off the suit because as much time as there's chlorine on the suit like i said before it's going to deteriorate and eat at the seams so yeah just doing that um if you do have the luxury of having two or more suits uh only wear the suit for a race don't sit in it all day because that's going to stretch the suit and decrease the life of it 
Um, yeah, and the other thing I'd say is have two towels at the meet, one for yourself and one for the suit. So when you're done with it, take it off, uh, rinse it in cold water, either under the shower or in the sink, um, and then roll it up so then there's no chlorine on that towel either, obviously. So you're just keeping the suit out of you know contact with chlorine. Um, and the main spot I would say to focus on the rinsing is in the groin area because that tends to be the seam that comes apart the most. Um, you know, on both boys and girls suits. So, yeah. You touched a lot on care there. Mm. In terms of when they get the, the suit home, how should it be sort of looked after and stored? Um, definitely rinsing it again uh, and laying it flat on a towel just with cold water. Never put it in a washing machine. Um, never hang it up because if you hang it up, it drips down and the suit stretches. Um, so just lay it flat out of sunlight if possible um, and then just hang it in a mesh bag so that it can breathe most race suits come with a mesh bag now anyway so um, yeah just hang it up in one of those and it can breathe um, you know there's all these myths about putting it in the freezer and ice cream boxes and all this kind of stuff <laughs> and you know I haven't really done my research into that kind of thing because from my experience both personally and from what all the people I speak to in the market is that you know cold water and just laying it flat is generally the best thing you can do for it um so yeah i mean i'm not going to go into this whole myth busting thing about that <laughs> stuff but you know if it works for you do it so and what about these different uh, rinsing solutions that you can buy mm. uh, do you recommend those um i mean it works for some people it works doesn't work for other people uh, it doesn't you know for me I, I never used it on my suits and i never had a problem but some people say they can't live without it so again i think it's a personal preference and you know if it works it works if it doesn't then just stop using it so i mean you can try it and see what happens but i mean i don't think it's necessary to you know increase the life of your suit so and how long should people expect a suit like that to last ah uh, that's a million dollar question <laughs> how long's a piece of string a million dollar question um again it, it definitely depends um depends on the level of suit that you're buying it tends to if it's one of the stitch suits at the lower end for a younger kid they should really be growing out of it before it wears out. Um, it's just the way that you know they're constructed. They tend to last a little bit longer. Um, and there's, there's, you know, people say that there's expected number of swims, quote unquote, in the suit. Um, I don't really believe in that either. Um, like, there's so many variables that can come into it, like especially with how you look after it, how many, you know, if you're sitting in it all day and all this kind of stuff. I mean, I've still got suits from 2013 that I could, I wouldn't use them in a race because they don't fit as tight, but they're still, you know, I could use them at club meets or district meets if I wanted to. Um, so it's just... That's five years ago. Yeah, but I, you know, there was a period where I didn't swim for a bit, so I mean, okay. it's kind of cheating a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, I'd say in terms of use, though, I probably would have got at least sort of two years out of them, but I did have three suits at the time that I would sort of interchange. So that does help and make a big difference to the longevity of the suits um so yeah I, I think it's all about management and if you manage it well um like for an elite level swimmer who's swimming at your state and your nationals you should really like be buying a fresh suit that you would use for finals at state and then use that at nationals in both heats and finals that would be and then that suit would roll through short course um 
I mean, you can probably use the other one for backups in short course as well or lesser events that aren't your pet events um, and just use those two through and then just sort of get that new one for state age finals or just before nationals, whatever's your preference. So if you do it properly, you can get you know, a solid year out of the suits if you're doing a lot of racing. So, yeah. Very comprehensive. Thank yeah. you, Alex. Well, yeah. Uh, thank you for that. So you're now with Arena, your national yep. sales manager. Yep. Arena, it's, um, it's, it's really made a massive splash in Australia over the last year or two. Yep. Tell us about the brand. Well, it's an Italian brand. Um, all the racing product is done over in Europe, so nothing's done in China in terms of that. So it's all you know quality managed over there, um, which I think is really good. Um, means the consumers are getting a solid product that's obviously you know coming out of Europe as opposed to a lot of other things that come out of China these days, which people speculate on the quality. Um, yeah, I guess the next sort of thing for the brand here is you know. The, the top end market I mean it's it's still the, the brand's been in the market for you know, 20 odd years or sometimes even longer before it was pulled out for a bit if you include the 70s um, but yeah it's, it's kind of got to re-establish itself now now that it's with Swimming Australia um, a lot of the top end swimmers are seeing the quality of the product and I guess you know making their mind up that they do prefer it in the water um, over what they've previously had and yeah, I mean, it's just going to take time to filter through uh, to the lower levels of swimming in the grassroots and then, you know, see what the brand can do from there. But um, it's really good that Swimming Australia is on board and, you know, their, their feedback that they've given us so far is really positive and all the athletes are, you know, really enjoying the product. So it's good to be with the Dolphins and, um, yeah, seeing us on TV in, what, a week with Pampax. So that'll be really exciting. Um, yeah. And... Obviously, you do suits, but what else is in the arena range? Yep, so besides the suits, there's obviously we've got a comprehensive range of goggles and swimming equipment, uh, swimwear. We do, we're not as out there as some of the brands like your Funkitas and all that kind of stuff. There, there are some patterns that we're bringing out this summer that are a little bit out there, but in terms of our swimwear range, it's more for your kind of reserved um, swimmer in terms of their taste in swimwear. Um, and there is a little bit of a niche for that I think in the market here in Australia not everyone's about bright colours and not everyone's about standing out so I think our range this year it's not huge but there is something in it for everyone and that'll be dropping really in the next couple of weeks and that'll be available you know online and through your specialist stores around the country so I mean jump online and check it out and if you see anything you know could be something to grab there for you um, yeah so I mean there's there's all these other areas in the business that are not as associated with the brand as yet because it is quite new and everyone knows it as a racing brand but um yeah there are elements that we are developing and are looking to you know push through in australia now that we've got much more of a you know marketing platform with swimming australia so yeah just kind of trying to bring it what it is in europe to australia because it's huge over there so fantastic yeah and you've got this partnership with the australian dolphins yeah uh, you may not be able to say too much, but is there anything exciting coming up we can look forward to or any particular uh, things there? Um, oh, it's not really too much I can say. Um, I guess next year's uniform is going to look pretty hot. Um, I got a sneak peek of that last week, which looks really, really cool. Um, uh, there's not really too much um, 
other than that, I guess, other than, you know, we're going to be partnering with them, obviously, for all the events around Australia coming up, which is, you know, already seen at Asian Nationals and stuff like that. Um, really big presence there and, you know, a lot of kids coming in can actually touch and feel the product and, and get used to it. Um, yeah, I mean, other, other than the events and, and being part of the team, there's not really sort of too much that I can say at the moment. Um, Look out for next year's uniform. Yeah, the uniform's going to be pretty pretty hot next year. So, I mean, if you're just on the cusp of making the team, I'd push that extra little bit just to get there. Maybe even the junior uniform, you know, could look pretty hot, but I didn't say that. So. Oh, I see. So, never mind. Never yeah. Mind, never mind the competition. Just no. think, think, of, think of the look. Yeah, exactly. Just, just got to get on the team to look the part. That's <laughs> it. So, yeah. Now, before we move on to the quick-fire round of questions, is there anything else we should be discussing about arena or suits, you think, Alex? Oh, I mean, I, I, I just want to touch on the point quickly with the suits. Like, it's not, for especially for the newbies, it's not about buying the best suit out there on the market. It's about buying the best suit for the athlete and making the athlete feel comfortable and fast. It's, you know, getting that right sort of fit, um, that's you know going to make them swim the best as possible. It's not about like for me when I'm selling a suit, I don't chase the sale and try and push people into the highest quality suit out there because I mean I could do it and make the money. It's easy for me to do, um, and I think it's better to have the athlete in what's going to suit them the best um, because then you know they're going to swim fast and they're you know going to enjoy the product more. So just make sure that you get the right thing for what your level is and what you need it for so just make sure when you're going into buy a suit that you've got that in your head and so. it sounds like you've got confidence in those stockists you mentioned so i should yeah. probably put links to those stores in the show notes yeah exactly they're all you know really quality um fitters and everything with the brand and i wouldn't you know if, if i didn't trust them i wouldn't let them sell the product yeah. so yeah yeah all really confident with them so yeah very good yeah so are you ready for the quick fire round yeah let's do it <laughs> What's been the most useful piece of advice or equipment that you've had in your swimming career? Oh, oh, I've got to rack my brain. I don't know if this is quick fire. Um, oh, I mean, I don't know if this this has been useful because it, I still haven't gotten over this hump mentally. But like m- my coach Mitch um, at Ravenswood, he's you know given me the advice so many times to just relax and not worry about the result and just go out there and swim and enjoy it and when I've managed to do it I swam really well but I've, I've always had this kind of mental block where I get too hyped up and too excited and just overthink it and you know don't don't do as well as really I should so yeah I think that's probably the best bit of advice is just to relax and go out and have fun and enjoy it because you know that's what you're there to do at the end of the day just to enjoy it and have fun so yeah now i think you may already have answered my next question if you could choose any color possible for swimmers what color would it be Mm. see now i wouldn't say orange because the only reason why i chose orange is because it's closest to my favorite color which is yellow so bright yellow race suit if 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 arena ever bring one out i'll be the first one to get a hand on it so yeah anything yellow is i mean as you can see by my shoes (laughs) <laughs> which can't see on the podcast they're, they're, they're bright yellow bright yellow yes so yeah um, so if I see a swimming banana it's you yeah pretty much <laughs> if you had your time again in swimming what if anything would you do differently oh I don't think I'd change anything really um, like I'm pretty happy with what I've achieved and the effort that I've put into the sport and what I've gotten out of it I don't think 
you know, who knows, if I had to put more effort in when I was younger, I might have burnt out and not been in the position I am today. So um, I don't think you can really regret anything or, or look back and think what, what could I have changed because I'm really happy where I am now and, you know, I, I don't think I'd have it any other way. So, yeah. What's your 50 metres freestyle PB time? Long course or short course? Short course. 24-1. 24-1? Yeah. For short course. And yeah. long course? Uh, 24-5. Wow. Yeah, it's not not that sharp, but um, yeah, hopefully get 23 soon. So, yeah, you, just get probably, it may not be that sharp, but it's sharp to me, and you're probably the <laughs> fastest person we've interviewed. Oh, your daughter's probably going to catch me sooner or later if she keeps going the way she's going. I don't know whether girls can catch boys, can they? Oh, she can. Kate Campbell's faster than me. There's a challenge. There you go. And what's been your most exciting swimming moment? I think it's got a 100% hands down. I still get shivers when I think about it. Is 100 freestyle, CAS, year 12, behind the blocks and standing there and the whole like Knox crowd is cheering and saying my name Like, and it's just like I'm getting shivers now again thinking about it, looking up there. And yeah, that's, that's definitely something I'll never forget. Um, you know, it's just something else. It's crazy. I'm getting shivers hearing you talk about it because uh, for those of us that have been to Homebush, it's a pretty solid building. Yeah. But it's the only day where you can feel the whole building sway. Shake, yeah, yeah. And then you can, I, I still remember as well that night, like when the crowd, the Knox crowd, they do a jump up Knoxy chant and they the, the stands were shaking and they got told to stop because they thought they'd break it. So that's, yeah, that was a big, big moment and I'll never forget it. So, yeah. Alex Perry, thank you so much for your time today. No worries, Ben. My pleasure. It's great to be here and hopefully some good insight given out to everyone out there listening. Now, if you have any questions about anything we've been talking about on this podcast or if you've got any suggestions about things you'd like to know more about or people you think we should be talking to, then please do drop me a line and the email address is ben at swim.rocks. That's ben at swim.rocks well that's it for this time Uh, until we meet again do please stay dry